Good morning. I'm Byron Fayette. It is 31 March 2021, and as I drink lukewarm, unknown brand beer at a casino hotel in Oklahoma, after being stranded here again by car trouble, I note that on this day in history, 1906, the Intercollegiate Athletic Association is formed, later known as the NCAA, now known as the bitch that does whatever they are told by the NFL and NBA. This day in 1930, the Motion Picture Production Code goes into effect. It prohibited the depiction of slavery if the people enslaved being depicted were white, that is. Stated that races, countries, creeds were to be respected. Well, it kept Rick from kissing Ilsa in Casablanca, but still, going back to that race thing, it still allowed the Chinese to be parodied via Charlie Chan movies and Jerry Lewis movies and for Japanese to be portrayed, usually by Hispanic actors, as squint-eyed, torture-obsessed Asiatics. Today in 1943, Oklahoma, the musical by Rodgers and Hammerstein, debuts on Broadway, and that would have seemed neat yesterday when I was in Oklahoma by choice, not so much now. Today in 1998, Netscape. Well, who remembers Netscape anyway? On the way. Looking forward to fall, beer, barbecue, without football. And no, that has nothing to do with COVID. There was a famous Japanese athlete born this day in history. No need to mention the name. No need to mention the sport. No need because that athlete never wanted to be known by his athletic prowess. He later became a PhD, a businessman, an inventor. And why is that noteworthy? Just in contrast, an athlete who went on to accomplish things beyond athletics. And because the aforementioned NCAA was formed this day in history. National Collegiate Athletics Association, an organization devoted supposedly to developing student-athletes. Now, the whole idea of a student-athlete used to be development of the mind and the body. That was the reason for the NCAA, to allow young men and women to become the best they could be in all respects. But in watching teams this week compete for the college basketball championship, it is evident the NCAA mission has gone more than a little askew. Now the winners, they get interviewed. The losers, they get interviewed. Winners or losers, they seem completely unable to respond to the simplest of questions. Ask them to even state their names and they either call for the coach or strip off their jerseys to try to read what's on the back of them. Now, 40 years ago, this actually made news. It wouldn't anymore, but an American college football player was asked if he would consider playing in the Canadian Football League. He, he, he said he had no interest in going overseas to play in that Canadian Football League. In the U.S., every year, approximately 30,000 football players get athletic scholarships. About 3% of those eventually go pro, but the rest get degrees. Don't think, no, no, less, uh, far less than half of them get degrees. And those that go pro, a striking number of those wind up bankrupt. Now, a charity was formed a few years ago to teach financial management skills to recently retired pro players who were at risk of going bankrupt. 
players who were given shots at college degrees, players who made millions per year but could not, by age 30, learn how to balance a checkbook. The NCAA spends a good deal of time fudging numbers using, as Disraeli said, lies, damned lies, and statistics to make it appear that the graduation rate is higher among those scholarship players. But the stark fact remains that 30,000 scholarships are wasted yearly on morons who could not, given four years of college, make correct change at McDonald's. Now, there are ongoing debates about the best college football coach ever. These days, Nick Saban is the name, and he is the greatest coach extant. But just as Isaac Newton said he saw further because he stood on the shoulders of giants, Nick Saban coaches well because he built on the teachings of the giants of the sport. One of those, Newt Rockney, died this day in history in a plane crash. Rockney worked odd jobs to earn money for college, played football in college, then made Notre Dame what it was, is, and maybe shall be again. And he, and all the kids he coached, would be able to explain why Roll Tide, Go Dogs, Go Hogs, etc. are not proper sentences because they actually got an education. And that is why I'm not watching college football this fall. Simplest word there was go, G-O, but in Louisiana, they even spell it G-E-U. Well, I don't understand Cajun language either. I'm Byron Fayette, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, and there's no one around to question your Senate structure.